0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, August 10th. I'm Sarah Reith. The new fiscal year is off to a rocky start, with miscommunication about the health plan deficit, uncertainty about federal disaster reimbursements, and the county's main labor union filing a complaint with the state in the midst of contract negotiations. Last week, the Board of Supervisors agreed to ask the state controller for help with its books after Supervisor Ted Williams declared that the county was in a financial crisis. Shamise Cubison, the newly elected Treasurer Tax Collector Auditor-Controller, wrote a letter to the board saying the discussion was full of misinformation, while retired Treasurer Tax Collector Sherry Shatmeyer said the county is absolutely not in a financial crisis. CEO Darcy Antle said crisis is a strong word to describe the county's financial situation, but there are areas of concern, including close to $70 million in long-term debt service and rising interest rates as the county contemplates refinancing bonds to fund the new jail. $11 million in disaster reimbursements from FEMA is still outstanding. And Antle described the confluence of events that led up to the sudden news about last year's $3.6 million shortfall in the county health plan. She recalled that just before COVID and the
1: high-dollar claims
0: that followed, the county had a robust reserve in the health plan.
1: Prior Auditor-Controller came forward in 1617 and stated that our reserve for the health plan, the fund balance was too high, and that the state controller was concerned about that and recommended that we spend down that amount of money. And I think we spent down roughly $6 million through a health holiday, and that occurred in 1718 18 and 18-19 in the quarter of October through December of each respected year employees and the county did not pay the premium for that month so those were health holidays which was uh, equated to about a six million dollar spend down in December of 2019 who would imagine we would be going into COVID Uh, claims increased acuities increased over the last three years In August of last year,
0: Antle met with former auditor controller Lloyd Weir to discuss a $1.1 million deficit
1: in the health plan. And that information was reported to the board a couple of times, September, and I'm going to say December, but it could have been November of 2021. At that time, the team, the HR team, and the executive office did ask for an increase in the health plan. um, And that increase went into effect January 1 of 2022 at a 12% increase. There was a delay in reporting the
0: additional two and a half million dollar deficit to the board. And Antle said her team did report the inaccurate number.
1: 1.1 is in a cash basis, it can be seen by any department running a month to actual report. That was what was obtained by the executive office, the HR office, and what was clearly understood by our outside actuary. Um, The 2.5, which is the number that was missing in those original 3.6, that was in on the accrual basis on the balance sheet, and the balance sheet is balanced once per year by the outside auditors. The balance sheet for 2021, because of the delay in the audit, uh, outside audit was not completed um, and submitted to the auditor because they complete and submit to the auditor until the end of june early july of 2022 so we can clearly see that through the financial statement now but that wasn't what was reported and again the the team reported twice publicly a 1.1 nothing was brought forward to clarify those statements so is this um you know misdoing on anyone's part or is this part of a transition we had a You know, our auditor controller retired, our treasurer tax collector retired. We have uh, a new person stepping into a dual role that had never been filled here before. I'm stepping into my new role as well. So I think everybody needs to continue to work together and come together as a team and make sure that there is much transparency and communication to uh, the board and to the public. The county is
0: currently in negotiations with its labor unions, which also want more budget information. Last month, SEIU Local 1021 filed a complaint with the Public Employees Relations Board, PERB, about lengthy delays in fulfilling requests for detailed information, which Deputy CEO Sherry Johnson said she's working to supply. The union is asking for a 5% cost of living adjustment, or COLA, and Antil said she's asking for a one-year pause on that part
1: of the negotiation. We really wanna assess the financial stability of the county at this time coming out of COVID, not receiving all our reimbursement from FEMA, um, going into possibly an economic downturn. Really just wanna understand the fiscal position. We are only asking for one year pause on on the COLA. I would like to let you know that over the last three years, all bargaining units have received a 3% COLA each year. And that's a total of 9% just in the COLA. In that three-year period, they were also receiving some classification study survey to bring most, if not all, positions into market. So there was additional increases during that time. She hopes next year's budget process will involve more collaboration and more regular reports. I would like to see the Auditor controller's Office, uh, the Executive Office fiscal team, uh, come together with the budget ad hoc on a regular basis. Uh, Again, communications both ways, so we need everybody to come to the table.
0: For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.